Welcome to another episode of Mac and Joe Talk on a Podcast. Hello everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode. Happy to be back here as always with you guys, of course. Happy to be back with Joe. Joe, thanks for being here, of course. Um, We have an exciting show. I think it's always an exciting show. Got a film review. We're of course we're gonna hit uh, hit back through Joe's segment, which we are on four star movies now still. Yeah. yeah. And um, we're gonna do a little Oscar recap. But if, but before we do that, a couple little general things. Not much in terms of the way of news. Again, Oscar week is kind of a slow week overall. Uh, both Marvel news no. Both Marvel news notes though. Um, we did get a first trailer for Marvel's Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Um, Joe, you literally just watched the trailer like a minute ago. <laughs> so let's just get your fresh off the dome thoughts. Uh, Aquafina looks like the best part of the movie. <laughs> I like Aquafina. <laughs> what, what about, so you, you I, so I, what about Shang-Chi did it, not appeal again, to you? Again, it's a Marvel movie. I'm not really interested in it, but it looks like a comic book version of Jet Li or Jackie Chan movies. Like, I, I'm just not that interested. Okay. Martial arts, superhero, like, okay. Like, I'm just over. Nothing new for you there. Nothing new for me. Okay. Um, for me, it is, uh, it's a character in Shang-Chi that, that I, I haven't read. I don't know really anything about it. Um, so as a fan uh, of the books, as a fan of the films, I'm I'm certainly intrigued. It's certainly something new. It looks just again we've talked about with Phase Four, new characters, new directions, new ideas, uh, new storylines. Um, how are they all going to tie together? That's exciting to me. I think that's very very cool. Uh, we're obviously going to see the real Mandarin uh, this time. One of the great Marvel villains, because uh, again the Iron Man three guy Pierce was not the real Mandarin. Um, they've kind of explained that now. Since then, so you get a, a fantastic villain in the Mandarin coming through. Um, a different part of the world in terms of Marvel um, hasn't really explored per se, so uh, it's exciting. I certainly did not think of it in terms of tropes, in terms of kind of how Joe did, but I could see how people could come to that conclusion. Um, but yeah, again, just like this year with Marvel, we're getting other new stuff like Eternals and stuff like that. They're going to be brand new characters, brand new stories. Um, so that's very, are very they exciting. Are they brand new stories? Uh, you're right. We technically don't know yet. So um, one can only hope for the best. Yeah. Um, speaking of Marvel, we have two two more high-profile actresses joining the MCU family. Rumored. Rumored. Um, if they're at this point, that means they're they're close to signing. There's probably negotiations. Still, uh, Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman both are reported reportedly going to soon be joining Marvel and Disney Plus's Secret Invasion. Uh, this will be Secret Invasion, which was already announced. Will be starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Uh, ben Mendelsohn will be back as Talos as well. Um, so this is going to be the Screes, the Skulls, and the. It's basically the scrolls kind of invading, um, invading Earth as a secret invasion of the comics. Again, this is I think this will tie into Captain Marvel too. 
Um, no word on Brie Larson being in this at any point, but again, that's a big storyline. Um, for Captain Marvel overall, again, Mrs. Marvel will be in this, uh, will be in Secret Invasion as well. She'll have her own Disney Plus show. Monica Rambeau will be in it as well. Um, Joe, not surprised that two more bigger names are, are joining joining the train, as it were. Not surprised. Getting on it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little surprised with Olivia, with the choice of Olivia <laughs> Coleman, but... Surprised that she made the choice? Maybe she is expanding on her acting prowess to include Marvel movies. Amelia Clark has already done X-Men movies, so that kind of makes sense. I'm sorry. She's a Star Wars movie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. I got mixed up. Amelia Clark is Daenerys. Uh, I'm not surprised by her, by the choice for her. She's done franchise work Olivia Coleman, a little bit. She's got to get that franchise money, I, uh, that Disney money. I, uh, yeah, I mean, she's won a couple. She's won a f- more than a few, I think, awards for the Queen. So not, and she won for uh, the favorite. The favorite. Um, Oscar, I'm not yeah. saying that she is uh, excluded from Marvel movies, but it seems. I don't know. Are you gonna give her the same treatment you give Helen Mirren now because she's in Fast yeah. and Furious movies? Yeah, it's beneath her. I think so. It's like you go from an academy. I mean, that's fine. You're expanding on your talents. That's fine. People I, do different things. They can't that's just fine. do. That's fine. I get it. I, I just. I, uh, and she probably is getting a boatload of cash to do it. Okay, so. Yeah. And I, I mean, guess, and that certainly talks. And I'm yeah. not saying that that's her only motivation because I don't know what her motivations are, but right. it's just, I've, I've seen, I've seen very little of her. I know she's a very talented actress, but it, it would be like Meryl Streep doing a Marvel movie. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Sure. I get it. I mean, I'm, Amelia Clark I'm sure it'll happen sense. at some point. Amelia Clark makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not, I haven't seen, I never saw that Christmas movie she was in. She was okay in Star, in Hunt, in Solo. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know who she was at that point. Right. Um, I think she's been in, like, a few other movies. She was like, in Terminator Genesis. Terminator didn't Genesis. didn't take off yeah. either. I just, I mean, again, I get it. So, I mean... Her big, her big spotlight was in Game of Thrones, so I, I get that she's trying to find something else to, you know, another franchise that makes sense. Right. But I'm just, I'm, I'm a little surprised by Olivia Coleman. That's all. But it's fine. Yeah, you know, I, I do. Um, I do think Amelia Clark. Um, I think she of definitely, the two, she is, it's the more surprising name, or not Amelia. maybe 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 least surprising name, but again, she has tried to do other franchises besides franchises besides Game of Thrones. They haven't really hit. Again, I don't necessarily think it's her fault per se. No, uh, Solo just was not a well received movie. Um, Olivia Coleman, look, we have no idea what type of, of role she's going to play. I mean, she could be like a, a Viola Davis for like a Suicide Squad, right, where she kind of pops in and pops out. It's just probably not going to be a Sam Jackson type of role or something like that. It could be a very small type of role. Um, okay. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't see it. Olivia Coleman's not going to be suiting up, per se, and doing action scenes. Like, she's just going to kind of be there. So, um, no no, no, uh, no indication. Joe mentioned it's not official yet. Um, but if they got this far, it's, it's just waiting to be signed on the dotted line. So, no official name as to what those characters actually are. And they'll probably save some of those reveals for later on anyways. Um all right, Mac. Time to give pe- time to give the people what they want. Let's hear the let's hear your thoughts. Spoiler review on the Winter Falcon and the American Soldier. 
What did you think about the season finale? I some person, some people I know posted. One of my friends who's big on Marvel stuff, he posted some, or somebody had posted. I don't know. Maybe I just saw this in passing. That Sebastian Stan gave a scintillating performance at the end. What did you think, buddy? Um, so Joe is actually referring to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, okay. uh, which is the show okay. on Disney Plus. It, it ended its six episode run. Um, I, I, the fanta- the finale was fantastic. Um, it, it really was a show that built it built itself up to the last episode. Um, it's very, very different than WandaVision. Um, this was a little more classic MCU in terms of kind of the character development and stuff like that against characters that we know and they're kind of going through things. Um, but it was, uh, it was, in, again, this is a spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it or you, you know, I mean, just be prepared. I'm going to mention some spoilers. Um, it was highly gratifying to see Anthony Mackie finally don Captain America. Um, it was a foregone conclusion. Maybe. Um, but the first five episodes, right, it deals with him and the reasons why he does not want to do it. And he deals, you know, it, it goes back into the history of super soldiers and how the government, kind of like Bucky, how they would mistreat super soldiers. And then he he meets uh, someone older, uh, Isaiah Whitlock, who is an African-American, who is kind of it deals with a bunch of how the US government treated them as super soldiers and how they were basically super slaves and talked about the dynamics of race in America and that was one of the reasons why Anthony Mackie was or Sam Wilson was afraid to take on this costume this identity because it's not the blonde hair blue eye type of Captain America Chris Evans type of character and I think that's why um, Steve Rogers gave it to Sam Wilson at the end of Endgame because it is a progressive America going forward, or that's the idea. Uh, when Sam Wilson became um, Captain America in the books, it was very mixed. There was a lot of people that did not like it. Um, it was similar to somewhat of maybe not Miles Morales because Miles Morales got kind of beloved pretty quickly. Uh, but for, it, it was controversial in the beginning because a lot of people did not like seeing Sam Wilson as Captain America. Um, and so this story kind of deals with that. And it was when he finally dons the outfit. And again, it's still Falcon-y. Right? He still has the wings. He's still not a super soldier. He's not. He doesn't have the super soldier serum. He's not Bucky. He's not U.S. agent. He's not Captain America. Um, but what he embodies as a character is the reason why he is Captain America. And that was hugely satisfying to see. Um, you know, Anthony Mackie has been not just a side character in the movies or in the books so far for the most part, but he's been a side character, even more of a side character, right? He's not even a side character in the big films. He's, you know, Captain America's side character. So to kind of see him get his his due and to kind of get his his starring chance in in this type of story was fantastic. Sebastian Stan as Bucky is great. He's been great since the first Cap, uh, first Avenger. Um, he delivered kind of everything that I wanted. We do get to see a little bit of closure and going forward for Bucky because again. You know, you see him in Civil War and he's kind of distraught about everything that he's done. Um, and then he kind of gets shipped off to Wakanda and then we don't really deal with it because he gets dusted and things like that. So this is him kind of dealing with his past and um, it was fantastic. 
Uh, I loved how they brought back certain characters and they just did not bring them back just to bring them back. Uh, Daniel Brühl as Zemo uh, was fantastic in the couple episodes that he was in. Uh, it certainly gives him a, a path to go forward in future stories for, for Marvel, uh, bringing back Sharon Carter um, as kind of a new twist as the power broker, which was great. Again, it's not kind of your run-of-the-mill character. Um, they introduced new characters, uh, U.S. agent uh, John Walker, who will have a, a storyline going forward, I think was fantastic. Um, it, it just delivered on kind of all, all of these... It was great. Um, and I, I get it. If you're not into to these characters or these stories, and Joe wants to go take a nap now, uh, if you're not into these characters or these stories, it's not going to mean anything mean anything to you. Um, but there's that moment when, you know, Sam flies through the window at the beginning of the episode, and he is officially donning that outfit, his outfit. Again, it's not... He's, he's not copying Steve's outfit, right? This is very much his outfit with Falcon, with the Captain America colors on it, a new look, um, like pulled from the, pulled from the books. Um, it was very, very satisfying to see. Um, and it was emotional at certain points during the episode. Um, so hugely, hugely satisfying. Um, WandaVision may be the better show overall. Again, maybe just because the way they, they, they told the story was so unique and so new. Um, but that the finale for Falcon and the Winter Soldier was one of the best hours of Marvel I've seen uh, throughout. It was hugely satisfying. Cool. So glad to hear your passion, buddy. Thoughts. I know I know you're excited about those shows. And what's next on the docket for the shows? Do we know? Uh, Hawkeye. Uh, no, Loki will be the next show. Loki. So Loki. What if? And then it'll be Hawkeye. So. Loki cool. will be coming out nice. uh, in a couple weeks. That'll be a that'll be a that'll be a, a, a an interesting change to yes. see the quirky, dry humor, that'll sarcastic, be a, a very Loki. different show. So, which will be cool. I'm sure you'll be interested in that. Absolutely cool. Um, and did you end up seeing any of the, this movie that you're about to talk about? I would hope that you don't give spoilers because I do kind of want to watch it. I haven't Mortal had, Kombat? I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you end up getting I did. Chance? I did. Uh, it was... Hopefully it, you didn't watch it right after Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I probably, you probably would have been disappointed. Uh, I watched them on different days, actually. Okay, um, but it was, it was something. Um, it was something? It was, it was mixed, I'll say. Uh, I know the film overall has been kind of received mixed. I, I again, I, I want to preface it by saying I'm not, I'm so not, a, not I'm, your subject matter. I'm not a fan of the game, and, and I mean matter. that in the sense of like I just I didn't play games or stuff like that. So a lot of people have more of an emotional attachment to it. Um, but I do know certain things about the game, um, like it's a tournament style, right? Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat is a tournament. This, mm-hmm. um, the film is nothing like a tournament style. And that's not a spoiler. They give that away like in the first 30 seconds of the movie. Um, I will say there are some VFX and some fights that are truly awesome to see. Um, but other than that, I did not care about the characters. I thought they were all kind of bland CGI characters. Um, the fight between um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, uh, which they show in the trailer, um, is awesome. Like it was worth watching for those five minutes overall, um, but but after that, I I didn't care about the characters. Um, I didn't really care about the storyline. 
I kind of just wish that they would just kind of like Godzilla versus Kong. I kind of just wish they just like get back to fighting at a certain point. I didn't care about the story um, overall. It was a little too long. It was it was just under two hours, but um, it just it just kind of filled. It just felt like it was filling time between fights per se. Um, you know, you could tell that certain characters were going to be good, certain characters were going to be bad, certain characters were going to turn and stuff like that. Um, yeah. It was average. Right. I mean, well, just thank you for him. giving a non-spoiler review, as I do want to. Yeah. I do kind of want to give it a go and see. Uh, haven't had, haven't, haven't got around to watching it, but thank you for that. Um, sure. And yeah, I mean, you know, similar to me with the Marvel movies, I think having a knowledge of the subject matter and being connected to the the, uh, like I said, the material uh, makes one interested in the movie or less interested in the movie. And I appreciate you going in with a uh, with with a open mind and giving it a chance. And you certainly uh, paid credit to a to a uh, a good five minute scene that you talked highly it about. It was awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, like I said, I, I I played the games growing up, multiple series or multiple versions of it. There was there's and they keep coming out with them like every every other year. Or so I haven't played really any of the, any of the new ones, but I definitely played. Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. Um, so I'm very... not They're not like my favorite characters, but I'm more in the know, I would say, than you, which is maybe sure. I'll appreciate it a bit. You know, I have a different perspective. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, there, I know they're going to make the... Uh, we mentioned this last time, The Last of Us, right? Yeah. I played that game, so again, there'll be another... Uh, but they're making it in a series, huh? Yeah, it'll be yeah, HBO series. series. Yeah, no, okay, okay, we'll see. But yeah, I'm more, yeah, like I, I'm more in the know about those characters because I played the game. So, you know, we'll see. But, okay. All right, cool. Thanks, buddy. All right. Um, you want to introduce the next segment? It's your segment, buddy. I know, Let's but you do like it. to introduce it. You always like to say, give the people what they want to hear. So, Joe. I got some good movies today, buddy. Let's do it. Four some stars. It hasn't been so controversial. On the, no, there's been a couple really. dingers, but these a couple dingers. Other than that, you know, you're you're doing okay so um, far. We are really winding down, not winding down on the four stars, but uh, just wanted to take a moment because we are getting very close to somewhat the end of the list here. Um, Thank God. In that, in that, I we've done over 500 movies up to this point. We not we will have done over 500 movies by the time we're done, and we will be getting down to past 150 today. Okay. So we are really kind of getting into the really really good movies, in my opinion. And then, obviously, as I mentioned, the five star movies are the best movies that I have ever seen. So, um, uh, yeah. So the last movie we left off at was 153, which was Crazy Stupid Love with Steve Carell. Ryan Gosling, Emma, Emma Stone, Emma Stone, and Julianne Moore. Very, very funny movie. Um, on the heels of that, also an absolute riot in my opinion. I cannot. The only reason that I think this movie, I mean, I, th- I think this movie is should be where it belongs at one fifty two, but it is a holiday movie, so it is not necessarily a movie that I can watch all year round. But it is an absolute riot. I mean, I saw this movie in the theaters with my good friend, Zach, who hopefully is listening. Um, it was an absolute riot. Um, I, it, 
again, if you like this type of humor, if you if you if you are interested in this kind of off color, uh, you know, derogatory humor, you will love this movie. Um, whereas a movie like Superbad doesn't really speak to me, this movie definitely does because like maybe it has to do with more. It deals with more adults and not high school kids. Um, the middle-aged drunk Santa. He, yeah, he relates absolutely, to you more than absolutely. That... He knows what I knows where I'm going. Yikes! Billy Bob Thornton, Lauren Graham, the late Bernie Mac, and the late John Ritter. I believe this is one of the final movies this that was he John did. Last movie. Tony and Tony Cox as the elf. Uh, bad. Now I put. I didn't put bad Santa because I don't own bad Santa. I own actually the the unrated and more graphic and explicit version, which is called Badder Santa. It it is much more obscene, um, but it definitely, after watching kind of the original and then this version, it really kind of doesn't hold anything back. Um, and it's oh, it also has somebody else. I can't remember her name. The uh, the lady that Billy Bob knows. She's a well known actress. I can't remember her name now. Lauren Graham. You no, 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 no. She plays a very, very minor role. But I don't Loris know. Leachman. The lady that is the old grandma? No, not the old lady. Okay, never mind. I'll, I'll look it up later. Anyway, Bad, Bad or Sander, I put down 152. Absolute riot of a movie. Probably one of my not – one, not the favorite. It was number two on the Christmas movies that I had. I, had. I couldn't have it number one. But it is so funny. It, it probably is the highest Christmas movie I have on my list. And that's at 152, which is saying something for me. Uh, the next movie, 151. Again, I've mentioned the director, David Fincher, before. This is another one of his movies. We will see many more on the list to come. Um, again, a great movie. Um, the only the only bad thing about this movie is that I feel like it was released too late after the hype. Um, and what I mean by that is this is based off of a book series. They only made one movie, at least an American version of this movie. They didn't make any sequels, and they but the sequels were already made in a Swedish trilogy. Obviously based off of the Swedish book, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. This is the American version, directed by David Fincher, starring Daniel Craig, Rooney Mara, Stellan Star- Skarsgård, um, and uh, the girl from, uh, the lady from, what's her name? She was in Forrest Gump, what's her name? Uh, Robin, Robin Wright. Yeah, Robin Wright, sorry. Yeah, Robin Wright. Um, really, really good movie. Um, definitely on the heels of the social network, Rooney Mara, again, kind of shining in this movie. Um, Daniel Craig is great. This was obviously before, um, Knives Out. He kind of plays a similar type role. It also stars the late Christopher Plummer in a solid role. But, um, yeah, obviously Stellan Skarsgård is great as the villain. Um, it's a very creepy movie and, it was an amazing book series. I loved everything about it. I'm glad that they made this movie. And I'm, I mean, I'm a little disappointed they didn't make it a series, but I can understand why. It seemed like it came out far too late after the books and the hype had passed. So um, this movie came out in 2011. I think the books came out like a decade earlier. And I think the the the, the hype train had already left the station at that point. When did they make the other one? Like 2018 or something? They made the... 2018? Yeah, they made the other one. It was that girl with the... 
The girl. Oh yeah, sorry. The one in. you saw. Yeah, they made like a whatever quasi sequel. Yeah. Yeah, like it was a couple a years ago. ago. Yeah. No, not not that long ago. Like a long time years. after. Yeah, it was a long time after, and it really uh, and it really wasn't a continuation of that story. It was like okay, the girl with the dragon tattoo was a three series book series. Then when the author died tragically, somebody kind of took up his subject matter and wrote extra books about the character. The movie that you saw that came out a few years ago was one of those books. So it's like they skipped like four stories and then just did some other spin-off movie. Yeah, because I think they wanted to get yeah. they wanted to just move on. From perhaps, the perhaps. But in any yeah. event, I really like the story. David Fincher, there aren't very there are very few movies. I genuinely like his movies. Um, they're very thought provoking, intense, and not always pleasant, but they are definitely good watches. You'd like Mank then. I said generally speaking. They're very. I think doesn't interest me. All right, next movie. Uh, I'm surprised this movie got ranked as ranked as low as it does on Rotten Tomatoes, but you know it is what it is. I'm not, and I don't even know what the movie is yet. Okay, well, wait till you hear the next one. Um, <laughs> this movie, is it Dark Knight Rises. This movie, 190. This movie came out in 1996. I didn't see this movie till fairly recently. I saw it much, much later. I had no idea what it's about. And I would and I would prefer in order to in order to preserve its 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 uh, you know originality. Uh-huh. I really love this movie. It's a great movie. It came out in '96. It stars Val Kilmer, Michael Douglas, Tom Wilkinson, and Emily Mortimer. And in order, like I said, to preserve the subject matter, and because I really knew nothing about this movie, I thought it was about one thing. It was something entirely different. And I was really like, wow, this is an excellent movie. I liked it. It's pretty violent. It is not like any movie I had seen before. Again, take it for what it's worth. It's a movie, maybe based on real life, whatever. I, that doesn't that doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. But it's I, I really was interested in this movie. Um, it, it's not just about the main story. There's like underlying stories behind the scenes about the main characters, which again are Val Kilmer and Michael Douglas. Um those two together, I think, are great in this movie. Um, again, you might not have seen it, but I would encourage listeners to check it out if you're interested. In any event, it's called The Ghost and the Darkness. And what's its rating? You said it was different? It hey, they was... give it like a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think that's very, very low. Yeah. All right. Now, on the heels of that, Mac. The time has come. Is it another bad review? The time has come. You asked for it, and the time is finally here. The moment has arrived. Is it Rudy? It is not Rudy. Dark Knight Rises. Came out in 2012. This movie has an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, obviously, critics seem to like this movie. To me, this was a satisfying ending to a movie, and we've already had this discussion. We've talked about it ad nauseum. Last week, I got into a very heated, uh, not debate, but I got very heated and excited about this movie. He did get excited. I I like this movie. I don't love this movie. I love the hype surrounding this movie. Yes, it does not deliver as much as the hype was, but it does an admirable job, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I absolutely love the intro scene, the intro scene with the plane. It's so epic. There's so many good practical scenes in this series. I mean, yes, and you can't follow up a movie like The Dark Knight 
you can't match the you can't match that movie at all. There's only you're only going to go down. Um, in my opinion, um, great cast, absolutely great cast, packed with stars, great performances. Christian Bale, Tom Hardy's awesome. Anne Hathaway is great as the whatever the cat lady, whatever. Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle, excuse me. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, that shows how much I love this movie. I don't even know what the character is. The cat lady. <laughs> Joseph Gordon. Well, I get mixed up between between that and the Batman Returns with Michelle Pfeiffer. That's why I get mixed it's up. It's the same person. I know. That's why I said the cat lady. <laughs> They're both Selena Kyle. I know. Anyway, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. A great performance by Gary Oldman. He is so good, and I'm so glad he's in this movie. Um, Marion Cotillard. Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. Um, a quick plug by Gary Oldman, because I think you were the one that mentioned this, or maybe somebody did that I was having conversations with at one point. I'm really surprised, but I'm so glad that Gary Oldman did this movie. And I think that uh, somebody had mentioned to me, maybe it was you, Mac, he me- that person mentioned that he did, that he may have done this movie, these movies, because he wanted to do movies that his grandkids could relate to. Was he that you that, that told me that? And then he did Harry Potter at the same yeah, time. Yeah, he did Harry Potter, which is great because he is such a good actor. He is mm-hmm. amazing. And he's going to be later on in my list. Um, but I loved him as 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 uh, Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. He was so great. Sorry, I can't remember. <laughs> my mind's racing. Selena uh, Kyle is Catwoman. There's Sel- no other Catwoman. Selena, There's Selena, no other Commissioner. Selena Kyle, Selena Gomez, whatever. <laughs> oh, anyway. my God. 149, The Dark Knight Rises. So disrespectful. The Dark the Knight Rises. 149. Just breaks the 115 mark. Great. Better 87%. Than, better than Star Wars. 87%. Rotten Tomatoes. Let's do it. Next movie. Uh, very, uh, I, I have a few uh, science fiction movies on this list today, or part of this list. This is 148. It is a very interesting movie. Um came out in 97 it is probably i mean and this is saying something it's not the best um it's not the best of this actor's performance but i i really like this actor's performance and i'm talking about ethan hawk it also stars uma thurman and jude law this is a very interesting movie again it came out in 97 so we're talking over 20 years ago and the subject matter is talking about um uh, gene therapy and talking about like how to manipulate and and uh, screen your kids before they're born, which is an interesting topic because it's still something that kind of is it could it could quasi be controversial today. Um, a very interesting movie. I very much like it. It has a great feel to it. Um, I love the story. Um, like I said, a great performance by Ethan Hawke. Um, it's called Gattaca. Okay. All right. Next movie. One forty-seven. Have you heard of Gattaca? No? No. Okay. All right, 147. This one I know you've heard of because it's directed by Ron Howard. Uh, 2008, I believe it was. Um, I knew nothing about the subject matter, absolutely nothing. But I checked this out. I rented it on, like, Netflix when I was, again, because this is, like, prime mail, mail order Netflix time, 2008. Um, Rented this movie because it came out. It looked somewhat interesting. I knew nothing about it. I gave it a chance, and it was it blew me away. It is not the most scintillating or exciting movie, uh-huh. but it is it is a very very well acted movie. Extremely well done. Um, it's hard to find anything wrong with this movie. 
Um, again, this is and this is a subject matter I knew nothing about. And the subject matter is about an interview with a British host, TV host, and uh, Richard Nixon. Yes. So again, whatever. Based yeah. off of based off of David Frost. Yeah, that's his name. Based off of a somewhat real life scenario or real life situation or real life event. But again, I, I'm not looking for this movie for a, a you know history lesson. I'm looking to be entertained, mm-hmm. and this movie definitely entertains. Um, great performances by Frank Langella. Is that my yeah, saying that right? right? Frank Langella probably is one of his best performances. Michael Sheen, Sam Rockwell, Rebecca Hall, and Kevin Bacon. Directed by Ron Howard. This is Frost Nixon. Quick note about that, if you don't mind, Joe. Go right ahead, um, buddy. I so it's actually based on the play Frost Nixon, um, and I saw it on Broadway, and it had Frank Langella and Michael Did Sheen he? in the title roles. That's um, awesome, and you like, saw them. Yeah, like Kevin Bacon and Sam Rockwell weren't in it. No, but that's but yeah. the two title roles were Michael Sheen and Frank Langella. It was awesome. I'm wondering see, how they so. did that because how the movie was set up. I mean, I could see how they would make it, how it could be a play. Yeah, but I'm saying like the movie was really filmed like it was kind of like a documentary style. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that, I mean, which it was is interesting straight, because it was yeah. like yes, the, I I can see how there would be a camera just on kind of one scene for a long time. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, but I liked how it cut between all the different perspectives and you hear people talking like it was a documentary type right. style movie yeah so i'm thinking they couldn't have done that for a play they didn't really do that's that awesome way. they had yeah. frank langella and michael sheen you get to see that that's awesome yeah, very that's cool. cool thank you for plugging that yeah um this next movie 146 um i think it's a good movie it's a solid movie it's not one of my favorites but it's a really really good movie um it stars an actor which i really I'm really surprised because this this actor I thought was in a lot of good roles and I guess he just kind of fell off the map maybe I I, I don't know because I thought he was young when he when he first did movies and I really haven't seen him in much in many movies since since these kind of early two thousands and that is Rob Brown do you know who Rob Brown is okay well you'll know what I say when I mentioned the movie um this movie came out in two thousand it's directed by Gus Van Sant um it's a great movie I like this movie um. And I like it because it deals with a subject that I'm not necessarily well-versed or good at, and that is writing. Um, as I mentioned, stars Rob Brown. Um, it also stars the late Sean Connery, Anna Paquin. Am I saying that right? Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin, excuse I me. I believe that's how you say it. F. Murray Abraham and Buster Rhymes. This is Finding Forrester. All right. Next movie, 145. Again, these are all excellent movies. Um, this movie is such a is such a good movie. Um, it takes a really, really interesting twist about midway through the movie. Not interesting, but it's like unexpected. Like I didn't expect it to go the way it was going to go. Um, but an absolutely amazing, incredible performance by Christian Bale in this movie. Um, it's his movie. American Psycho? No. Um, that was the movie I hadn't watched. I can't re- I can't reorganize my things. This is way better than – I haven't seen American Psycho, but this has got to be better than that. I think he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor here. Okay. Or maybe he won. I don't know. Um, incredible performance by him. So good. Um, also stars, stars Mark Wahlberg and Amy Adams. 2010, The Fighter. It's not even Christian Bale's movie. It's Mark Wahlberg's It's movie. Christian Bale's movie. 
Mark Wahlberg's the star of the movie. Christian well, Bale so. was the supporting actor. Yes, I understand that, but he's, right. he's better than Mark Wahlberg in this movie. It's disrespectful to Marky Mark. That's all yeah right. to Marky Mark. That's all you guys say, Marky Mark. What's wrong with Marky Mark? He does lots of good movies. Yeah, like all the Fast and Furious movies or whatever Mark he's done. Mark Wahlberg's not in the Fast and Furious movies. Name a good movie he's been in. The Departed? I don't know. Oh, that's not his movie. It wasn't his movie. It was it was Matt Damon's and Leonardo DiCaprio's movie. That's not his movie. Okay. Name another movie where he's a star. So do you want The Italian Job? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like that's, a fun, that's an awesome movie. Let's just remake a movie that was made 20 years, 40 years ago and put all the new actors in it and just call it an amazing movie. He is an okay av- actor. Okay. Oh, maybe because you just watched a documentary on him. That's why you're like all gung-ho and Marky Mark. I, I didn't bring he's up the movie, okay. Joe. You brought up but the movie. But you're making this case that he's not like – so are you I'm gonna not say, making any case, Joe? Are you okay? I am making the case that yes, I will concede Christian Bale is the supporting actor in the movie, but he is he far outshines Mark Wahlberg in this movie. Got it. Do you disagree? Uh, he's good, obviously. I don't know. It, it's just an opinion. Okay. I don't know if he far outshines. I think the movie works well because together they do well together. Christian Bale's story is more heartbreaking, right? He has the bigger moments, I think. But I think Marky Mark and – I don't call him Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale together I think do really well. Like their stories together as the brothers are really touching. Okay. So it works well. They play well off each other. Like one doesn't work without the other, I don't think. Well, I think it, so. I think there are many people that could have played Marky Mark's role, but that's okay. Okay. Maybe. In any event. Got me, off, got me off my 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 roll here. One forty four. It wasn't going that smoothly, anyways. So sure it was. One forty four. Uh, again, two. The last two movies today. Again, I know I'm kind of I'm not milking it, but I do want to give these movies their 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 credit, in my opinion, that they deserve. Um, the last two movies, one forty four and one forty three, are not connected, other than they are both quad. They both can be classified as science fiction movies. Um, I very much like these movies. Um, again, I don't. Some people have made comparisons to one forty to this movie at one forty four as like it's a political movie or it's, it has some sort of political undertones. I wasn't thinking that at all. Like I just thought of it as a science fiction movie. I didn't care about any whatever backlash or controversy surrounding this movie. Okay, I think it's a great movie. Um, and it made seven times its money. So now I don't know if that's necessarily good. I mean, you look at some other movies like Get Out and all that stuff. Those movies, whatever, ten times as movie, ten times as money, whatever it was. Their budget, so yeah, ten, ten times their budget or whatever it was. But this movie was yeah. like a thirty million dollar budget, and it made like twenty one, two hundred and ten million dollars, which yeah. is cool. That's cool. Um, I think it's a great movie. Um, it's directed by a guy that I'd never heard before until until uh, this movie came out. It came out two thousand and nine. The director is Neil Blomkamp. I believe that's how you say it. And it stars, again, some actors I had never heard of, but I was interested in the movie. Um, one of them is called Char- Charlto Copley. I don't know how to say that. But he's been in some other stuff, though. But directed by Neil Blomkamp. Like, yeah. he was also in uh, Elysium. Yeah. Which I think was a Neil Blomkamp movie. 
Yeah, he's in um Charlotte. So he's in um he's in Maleficent, and he's oh, in um he's in some others. Anyway, but. I've really only seen him. The only times I've seen him has been in. Well, you rolled your eyes when I was like, no, I was thinking of somebody else. Uh, no, was there anybody else in this movie? I w- no, now that I know what movie yeah, you were talking about, Stuke Nine. I was confused by the first part of your statement. What that it made seven times as money? No, directed by Neil Blomkamp. No, that. You didn't connect the political part. Yeah, of the movie. yeah. Somebody, some people. I heard some. There was some con- political controversy. Like it was. No, I, I understand that. Uh, I think that's what the movie's about. Yeah, I was confused I, as to why you didn't. You either didn't connect it, or you didn't like I, that about no, it. No, I, I wasn't even. I, that oh, didn't okay. even register to me. I didn't even go into it. Look, thinking about it, I had read nothing about it. I knew nothing about the movie other than it was somewhat of an alien movie. That's all Got I it. cared about. I went into it. It was great. I loved it. It's a great story. I don't care what, what any, whatever connections people make or whatever parallels people see. To me, it's just a movie. I don't – Yeah. but that's just me. Um, I know, yeah, there were some comparisons that were made to other countries and apartheids and things I mean, like yeah, that. It's I get about that. South Africa. I mean, it's, Is it about South Africa though or is it, it, just, is. Or is it just a science fiction movie? He is from South Africa. He made the movie about it. Like okay. that's what he made the movie about in any event. It's a good choice. 143. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. Um, another science fiction movie. This is a solid, solid, excellent movie. Um, it was one of the last movies I think that this 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 the actor who's in it, um, one of his last movies I think he did before he passed. Um, I'm talking about Bill Paxson. He plays a minor role in this movie. Okay. But he is absolutely hilarious. This is really one of Tom Cruise's best performances, in my opinion. Of course, he's been around a long time. He's made a lot of good movies, but I love him in this movie. Um, it's really easy for me to get lost in these two, in, the, in him and his character and his plight. Um, I love that it's a science fiction movie. Um, to me, it has an original story. Um, and this is one of the movies that I think, again, the lead actress in this, one of her best roles, and that is Emily Blunt. It also stars Brendan Gleeson. This is 2014. Again, call it what you want. There's multiple names for it. The way the name that I have it on my movie is called The Edge of Tomorrow. Sometimes it's referred to as Live, Die, Repeat, The Edge of Tomorrow, whatever. I don't care. But it's a great movie. Overlook the title. The title is kind of eh. But the movie is really, really good. I love it. I love how it's kind of – again, I don't – some of the movies that I think are good to be watched without knowing nothing about – you know, I could give some details about what the kind of the the, nut, the nuts and bolts or the basic plot, but I, if people are interested by these recommendations, I can't say that you are, but I would recommend watching that movie if you're interested in science fiction and just going into it knowing nothing because it's a great movie. The same thing with The Ghost in the Darkness, but that was maybe I'm just a high and mighty on that because I had never seen it before. But in any event, The Age of Tomorrow, that's the last movie on my list. That is one. 43. So again, we are under the 150 mark. The 140. Almost now. there, Joe. We're getting to be them. really sad when this yep. ends. There are, there are great. It's going to make you do it all over there again. There are some great movies coming up. Great movies coming up. And the movies I just mentioned were great too, in my opinion. But good. In any event, aside from the Christian Bale disagreement, I've, The Fighter is an excellent movie. It's not, I don't think it's a five star movie, but it's excellent. Okay. But well, Christian Bale's five stars in it. Oh, he's great. He's great. I, I, like I said, I think he won an Academy he Award. He did. That was his Oscar win. All right. Well, yeah. 
Then how and can you not? I think Marky Mark got then, nominated then for that the Oscar. Also, but he didn't win. So right, I'm just saying, like, if you're gonna, he did not. That win. further, that further cements my case that it's Christian Bale's movie and not Mark Wahlberg's movie. Yes, he got nominated, but he didn't win. Who won that year? Do you know? Off the top of my no, head, I'm no. Just curious. If you, I thought you knew. No. All, All right. right. That would have been good knowledge, though. Yeah, Speaking sorry. of Oscar knowledge, yes. Oscars did happen last night. It was not without controversy. Um, we'll go through some of the highlights right now. I'm not going to go over every single award because there's just too many to go over. Well, were we going to go over the one of our choices? Because I think I picked a couple of them, to be quite honest with yeah, you. Yeah, you got some. Uh, original screenplay, none of us got this. Uh, the winner was Promising Young Woman. No, none of us okay. had seen that movie. Yeah. Adapted screenplay, none of us got this. It was The Father. Anthony Hopkins won, too. That was cool. Uh, well, Sorry, I stole was, that from you. So that's okay. Um, I overheard that. Best yeah. Supporting Actor was Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, I think cool. that's very um, selected worthy. That. Yes. Uh, best Director, uh, I picked this as well, was Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Um, I think it's deserved. Best Animated Feature, uh, we both picked Soul. I think that was an easy choice. It's still a big star movie. I saw really uh, one that we a category we didn't go over, but one I thought we should put in was visual effects. Tenet actually won for best visual effects. Awesome. Um, no, that's only you will not guess who else was it up against. Uh, I think it was like Mulan, some other visual oh, VFX heavy yeah, movies sense. and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. Someone is some of it was the um, only cool. the second. Film that only only a second Christopher Nolan movie that's ever won an Academy Award. Yeah, the first one was uh, wow. Heath Ledger um, Dark for Dark Knight, but he's wow. been, he's had other films nominated. Well, that's cool in categories, but, but he hasn't won. But it was just for uh, visual effects. That's mm-hmm. cool. Because to me, honestly, cool, like that's what makes his movies great. But that's just not sorry, not the only thing, but one of the things that makes sure. his movies great is practical effects. Yeah. Um, best Supporting Actress was Yu Jong Yoon from Minari. Again, neither of us picked that because we hadn't seen it. I heard uh, she gave a very a touching uh, speech. I don't know if you watched it. because I, I did watch her speeches, speech. Yeah, and nice. I heard it it, 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 very, it moved Brad Pitt, which is cool because he was the one that he won was the, last year. He, was, he introduced her. Yeah, because yeah. he won last year. Well, uh, no, he won the Best Supporting direct, Actor last year. And, yeah, once in time in Hollywood. But anyway, so they, I, they were just yeah. again. I didn't like go on social media to check out the Oscars or whatever. Yeah, but I just saw that he was moved by her speech. And, and this is where the show gets funky. Uh, again, it's just it was because a, of the winners or because of the controversy? Uh, because of the order and where they went and how they did all these things. Okay. Uh, so next up uh, was the in memoriam thing, and then they had a big. Uh, you know, it's obviously very touching and very moving. They ended with Chadwick Boseman, um, which was kind of a big thing. Of course. Um, and then instead of going kind of in order where they do best actress, best actor, at that point they did best picture, which was really weird, right? They normally say best picture for the yeah, end. Yeah. Okay. So they do best picture. No Mad Land wins best picture. Again, neither of us picked that, but it I did. No Mad Land won, yeah, for best picture. Oh, um, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. I'm thinking of something else. And uh, again, I I liked the movie. I it's not for me. Well, you did mention that, but it was I could see Hollywood. I could see why it won. Um, and then they did Best Actress for Frances McDormand for Nomadland. So again, again, so she won twice. It well, she is now a three time winner. She's won for Fargo, and she oh, won Fargo. for three Billboards Outside of Ebbing, Missouri. 
So she is only the second actress alongside Meryl Streep to have three Oscars, cool. um, which is kind Good of a big category. Uh, and then, um, and then they do best actor. So Joaquin Phoenix, who won best actor last year, he presents the award again. They do it. That's how they do it. Typically the person that wins the previous yeah. year, um, Anthony Hopkins, or I'm sorry, I just ruined that. Joaquin Phoenix walks out to jazz music. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom's actual jazz music um, from the film Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So um, Joaquin Phoenix makes a comment about Chadwick Boseman, about how much he misses him, blah, blah, blah. And then they go over the nominees. And so, again, the entire night, there's lots of little Chadwick Boseman tributes. There's lots of little things. Um, you know, Daniel Kaluuya mentioned Chadwick Boseman. They were in Black Panther together. There's all these little things that kind of got built up throughout the night. Um, and it very much felt like Anthony, so Anthony Hopkins wins for the father. Um, I haven't seen the father. I, I can't speak anything about it. Uh, I'm sure it was a really good performance. I think it's his second Oscar win overall. Um, it's fine. I, I can't speak on it. Um, it very much felt like the entire show was programmed to win or to end around Chadwick Boseman winning at the very end, but they didn't actually calculate the votes or do whatever it is. Like it very much felt like the show was meant to end on this high note of Chadwick Boseman winning and Anthony Hopkins wasn't there. He didn't have a speech prepared. He wasn't on camera. He gave some Instagram speech today where he thanked people and he talked about Chadwick Boseman again, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he did not even attend, didn't have a video conference and didn't do anything. Um, I don't have a problem with Chadwick Boseman not winning. I, I haven't seen these other performances, um, but it very much felt like, again, you change the order of the awards. You change everything around this award system to to get best actor as the very last award because you feel like you want to honor Chadwick Boseman one more time. And then, so it just felt like very, very poor planning on the Oscars. You're looking at me weird, Jeff. Well, no, I'm just like, never mind. What? No, I just, you know, I mean, I, I don't disagree with any of your saying. I didn't even watch it. But, yeah, I mean... It would be strange to think the people who plan – well, again, maybe nobody knows who's going to win. That's what I'm sure. saying. Sure, yeah. So if that's the case, then it's almost like on the people who planned the Oscars, not the voters per se, that they counted the chickens before they were hatched. Absolutely. So I'm not disagreeing. I'm with not you. making a comment on what performance was better. Okay. I'm making a comment on that the synergy between the setting up and the, and yes. the plant and how it was organized right. and 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 how it was set up. Yes. Like that makes sense, but I just yeah I don't know, and I guess it does make sense that they probably wouldn't know who's going to win. That nobody sure. knows because right. they're not supposed it's to a sealed envelope. Yeah. Right. It's so all protected. That's interesting, especially when they screwed it up a couple years ago. Sure. That was funny. Um. Uh, but yeah, so that makes sense, but yeah, that is kind of dumb that they prematurely thought or not dumb that they wanted to give him a send off, but it's dumb that they, again, put the cart before they the horse. They rearranged everything they put the cart for before this. the horse and right. it didn't pan out. So, I mean, that's, that's on them. That's not on anybody When it else. was a, you know, Joaquin Phoenix was up there and he read Anthony Hopkins name and it was a little awkward. Um, and again, Anthony Hopkins wasn't there. And then you could tell that, like, Joaquin Phoenix. Drop. Yeah, it was super quiet. 
Um, there was like a smattering of applause. I think most people were kind of stunned at that point. Um, and then you could tell that Joaquin Phoenix was like reading a teleprompter or something. And then it was like, okay, that's it. Good night. And it was like, that's the show. Like Anthony Hopkins isn't here to get his award. That's the show. And it's like fade to black. And it was just like the, it was the weirdest ending to an award show. There was no goodbye. Oh really? Oh really? Cause I thought the weirdest one was when they screwed it up. Well, at least there was a host at that point to like laugh about it or send people away. There's no host for this one. Right. It was just, it was Joaquin Phoenix being Joaquin Phoenix going, all right, goodbye. And it was just, it was really just weird. Okay. Uh, again, there, of course there was online backlash about it. Again, most of the backlash I've seen was not necessarily directed at Anthony Hopkins. Um, although if there was any, obviously I don't think that's right. Um, again, it was more of how, Again, it was a how they promoted the Oscars was Chadwick Boseman was kind of at the front and center, and we're going to honor Chadwick Boseman, and it just it just felt like it was a prop piece to a certain extent, and maybe ABC or Disney didn't plan it out that way, but that's how it that's how it ended for a lot of people, and okay. I think it left a sour a sour note for for a lot of people, a few people who watched. I mean, it's down every year, but it's still millions of people watching. It was down significantly this year. Still millions huge, of people watching. Huge. Sure. Sixty percent. It was down. Right, but again, your original. Okay. It, yes, Joe is absolutely correct. But again, these original Oscar telecasts were like Super Bowl numbers, so they go down every year because interest goes down. But there's still millions of people watching. There's still millions of people that are interested in what's happening. Okay. Um, but Joe's absolutely right. It's not the same. It's not small potatoes. Absolutely not. Joe more than half the audience gone. Absolutely. And that's before all this nonsense, before all this whatever controversy surrounding how they organized it and stuff. Absolutely. Joe's absolutely right. Uh, so it does, it does. Someone's got to be fired for that. It does. It's like like someone was fired for getting the envelopes messed up. (laughs) It does really make me want to see the father. Uh, the Anthony Hopkins performance. I've heard I'm it's, sure very, it's very, very good. good. Um, and just to plug Anthony Hopkins, I think the last time you won, somebody pointed this out. The only reason I mentioned that is because I overheard someone mention that. Uh, I think today, uh, yeah, he won from Sides of the Lambs. That yeah. was the last time he won. So good yeah. for him. He's a yeah. he's solid actor. He's one of the best. Yeah. Um, he's certainly been around a long time, and I think every performance he's in, he does an outstanding job. So good for him. Um, yeah. He was in The Two Popes, wasn't he? Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Or no? Was yeah, that he was else? Jonathan Price and him. Yeah, so I mean, it's, he's, he's been great in, in the Thor movies. He's awesome in those movies. Sure. So, but it does. It's so weird that you're he right. Was, you're absolutely so weird right. that he was in that. This. Is a that so. is a counter to my that is a rebuttal to my Olivia Coleman spiel. <sighs> absolutely. Um, but he's so, also yeah. he's also much older in his career, and he probably just, he probably doesn't give doesn't really care two crap two craps at that point. Olivia Coleman's kind of at the height of her, not her age, but she's height of her game. The height of her game. So it yeah. seems that seems a little strange. That's true. Like Anthony Hopkins can do any movie pretty much he wants. He does point. commercials and he makes them look good. What commercial was he in? Uh, he was in some cable commercial last was year it? or something. Yeah. Was it like a Super Bowl thing? I don't think I don't so. I think it was just a general one. Anyway, he's great. I it's all him. good. Um, so yeah, again, I, I do want to make it clear. My beef with the show is is how they arranged it, not with who won. Because, um, again, art is subjective. Um, I can have an opinion. Joe can have an opinion. 
are is genuinely subjective. It's not like a You weren't too pleased when Green Book won. I was not pleased. And you aren't pleased still aren't pleased that Brokeback Mountain didn't win. Uh, that never I sits was not well. Pleased. So okay, so um, it's so, still subjective. So though. that's the only time where you Okay. It's I mean it doesn't I'm just poking fun at what you just said. You don't have any qualms about who won, who wins, it doesn't matter. I'm just poking fun at you. You're right. That's all. That's you're it. absolutely that's right. All. No, no, you're not wrong. Um I, I you know there were certain things. With your buddy, that's all. That's all. I certainly would have loved to have seen yes, Chadwick Boseman yes. win, and he was. Um, and based on very just deserving. the little bit that I saw, he was very so. good in it. The little bit that I saw, I know you very much enjoyed yeah. his performance. He did win the Golden Globe, did he not? He won the Golden Globe. He won the. He won yeah. BAFTA. He won the SAG. He won every single award yeah. leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, he just didn't get this one. But uh, his legacy, I think, is still secure. Um, he is still like still secure. very much. Well, he's still very much a beloved person. Yeah. Um, and so people will still look back on the art that he did, uh, certain art that he did, and still hold reverence to him. So that is all we have for this week. We'll be back next week for the first month, for the first pod of May. Um, we look forward to seeing you guys then with more of Joe's four star films. Talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everyone.